Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Podcast One presents House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Bierman. Join Kim, her husband, and six children as she shares her journey to success and the positive mentality that brought her there. Come on in and make yourself at home. Now, here's your host, Kim Zolciak Bierman. Hi, you guys. Welcome to this episode of House of Kim. What's poppin'? Popcorn. Okay, babe. You know what? I need to add to my list right now this, um, well, dry needling that I did today. I know I've talked about it in the past, but I haven't done it in so long. We're going to mm-hmm. get into that. Mm-hmm. We're talking Miami. Mm-hmm. We're headed there this week. Mm-hmm. So excited. I'll tell you why. Oh, I'll tell you guys about the doctor that I met with. I think it's very important that people do this. I've not met with this like you know specific or this specialist. I think people need a specialist when it comes to this. So we'll talk about that too. All right. Um, and... We hope yeah. everybody out there is doing fantastic. Yeah, we hope everybody out there. everybody out there positive vibes right now. That's Feel great. It. Corey's not following the plan, but that's okay. Anytime you want to just holler, have oh, yeah. at it. Holler that's great. It. That's great, sweetie. Um, okay, you guys. So listen to this, right? I'm going to Miami because this is actually a funny story. I'm in the bathroom a month ago or whatever. First of all, if anybody knows me, you know like I'm a little OCD bit of a perfectionist, whatever. Hence why I go to Dr. Hockstein. But um, anyways, so I've had two breast lift only because I went from, you know, big um, to smaller and Dr. Hockstein's a perfectionist as well. And I really feel like my, my areolas are very small. So I was Googling and looking around and actually Dr. Hockstein's office referred this lady for a friend of mine, the girl, uh, one of my friends that we had on here, in fact, that had um, breast cancer or whatever, um, for this lady because she does, like, she tattoos nipples, areolas, like, all sorts of stuff. So I'm going to Miami to, like, get my areolas tattooed and, like, just cover up. There's not really a scar there, actually, so I'm not even worried about that because she did ask me that, and I sent her a picture. I'm like, I feel a little weird sending you, like, a nipple, but uh, here it is. She was laughing her ass off. So anyways, I'm like, Croy, should I do this? So then I asked Dr. Hockstein, what if I decide to go bigger someday? Or what if, and he's like, it does has no bearing on it. So anyways, I'll let you guys know how that goes, but that's really why I'm going. I just couldn't figure out what it was. So I took, what I was saying, I took a... Um, lip liner it was like a saturday morning i was by myself organizing my bathroom and i took like a lip one of our cab lip liners and i just started drawing a nipple an areola i have nipples obviously but i started drawing an areola and i was like cry cry and he's like why so doesn't this look amazing and he's like yeah what the fuck are you doing what did you think babe (laughs) like all of a sudden i have a different looking nipple or areola right well i guess it it 
Uh, Let's talk about, hold on. I had huge nipples the size of Georgia no when I was breastfeeding no all the kids. By the time I was done, I feel like Dr. Hochstein had like a whole just pancake work to work with because you're, it was just you're a mess. large. You know what it's like when you're right. breastfeeding. Like nipples are, yeah. Right. Well, I guess, you know, you don't see the difference until you see the difference. And so you drawing on it definitely brought attention to the fact that well, well, that, that is kind of, I guess, not weird, but it, they were just, yeah, it's totally a different look. So somebody, I mean, everybody has, I guess, different different nipples and uh, sizes and colors and not really shapes. I guess everybody's is round. Okay, but, well, I don't want to know about anybody else's nipples that you've seen. No, but no, I'm not saying because I, I couldn't recall anything if I had to, <laughs> you know, but because they had awful looking breasts, I'm sure horrible if they had any at all. I didn't think yours Just were weird before you drew on them. No, but, they look great. Right. A normal person, yeah. a normal person. I, I, I have the best boob doctor. I'm telling you guys, he doesn't pay me to say this stuff. When I find somebody that's as much as, as a perfectionist as I am, they're in my life forever. That's it. Like I had boobs that were kind of far apart. I breastfed six children. Um, I had implants prior. Um, the one thing I think that bothered me the most is I wanted like that kind of like almost porno type cleavage. Like I wanted some great cleavage and Dr. Hochstein has that like, he's the best period. So anyway, so yeah, no, I'm happy and I'm fine, but I do think like it would, it would be cool. It just changes it. What's interesting about the whole thing though, is it changes kind of the shape of the breast when it, when the, Oh God, when the nipple changes. If that makes any sense, I don't. I don't know how, but it looked. It made the breast look a little different, in a good way. Okay, but not, but not but not bad. And prior to it either, it's just it totally. Uh, I guess it's an all encompassing picture, so that it has to match with the breast and the and the nipple. Yeah, so and she's so, so we're you go gonna... too big, and you're like, hmm, something's off. And you go, right. and if it's like nothing there, you're like, hmm, where the hell's that? So there is it has to be a balance. Anyways, I'm getting new nipple yeah. or no new areolas because. Oh, because I thankfully do have nipples, um, but I don't want to give you guys um, this lady's information right now because I want guinea pig. Uh, yeah, so I'll come back and let you guys know next week how my new nipples look and what it feels like. I do have tattoos. I have two tattoos: um, "Ask, Believe, Receive" under my right breast, and then um, with a little heart, which is really cute. And then I have a little saying that means some stuff to Croy and I on my side. So I've had them, the one under my breast, I thought that I had died, okay, or I was going to, very close to it. It was pretty painful. The one on my rib cage, not so bad. Um, But anyways, I'm so motivated to get, like, nipples. I have a lot of friends in California that have had breast lifts as well, and then a lot of celeb friends, and they go and have their little um, areolas tattooed so that you don't see the scar. But, like, Dr. Hochstein's scars are, like, flawless. So I don't feel like I even have a scar there. If you're fortunate to to have them small enough, then you can always, you know, you can add a little bit and make them perfect, but you don't want, I mean, I don't want to go. Yeah. Nobody wants perfect either. I wish I could show you guys a before and after, but it's not happening. So anyway, (laughs) I'm really excited. Plus, you know what? I need a tan. I need the beach. I need it. I need it. Like I need air to breathe. I am one of those people that just have to have it. We haven't been in so long since July, the end of July. So I'm looking forward to just kind of having like a little romantic trip Croy and I, it's a quick turnaround, you know, 48 hours max. I don't even know if it is 48 hours. It's a little over 24. 
(laughs) But we we might stay an extra day if the weather's nice. NFL playoffs continue on into the conference championships and every play, every possession is on the line and NBA action continues to heat up. Visit our good friends and exclusive partners at Podcast One. BetOnline.ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure to use that promo code Podcast One for your 50% sign up bonus. So the NFL divisional round is who, Croy? Titans versus Chiefs, Packers versus 49ers. Two games. Two games, that's it. Woo! What are we going to do after football season? I don't know. NBA schedules Brooklyn at Philly, Portland at Houston, Clippers at New Orleans, Lakers at Houston, Milwaukee at Brooklyn. Croy, who are we picking for the week? I don't know. This is so tough. So tough. Uh, Tell me. Okay. Who are you picking? Well, we're going with the 49ers. Yes. And we're going with the Titans. The Titans. Yeah, they're going to upset the, the Chiefs. The Titans. Yep, I agree with. Th- I agree with both your choices. Yep. Okay, you guys, if you're just joining this, this has been a long and fun um, contest that we've been involved in. We've won a bunch and been able to give five hundred dollar reward to some of our guests. Yep, throughout um, the week. Throughout this entire whole. What week are we on? Seventeen. No, this Six- is. Uh, Nineteen. This is week nineteen. Oh my 19. gosh! Wow! Yeah. It's a five thousand dollars season long charity contest. We are really, really hoping to win, you guys. Um, anyhow, visit betonline.ag and don't forget that promo code podcast one for your fifty percent sign up bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Anyways, you guys. Okay, so I went to an endocrinologist, which I should have went to one a year ago. My primary care has been managing my thyroid for the last three years. And my TSH level has been like super, super low. And my T4 doesn't really seem to um, be responding to the, to the nature thyroid, which is like a pig thyroid. It's from a pig, I should say. And I was on Zinthroid prior to this very low dose, 0.25 during my pregnancies with KJ Cash and the twins. My levels were all within range, a little on the lower side, but still within range. So finally, I've just been lacking energy. I feel like my face is puffy. So I went to an endocrinologist and I was like, listen, I just want something like back to Zinthroid. It worked really well for me. So she converted kind of the amount that I'm on with NatureThroid, put it, gave me like the Zinthroid. I already feel so much better. I feel like my vision is pretty good. Amazing. Yeah. Um, anyways, so I'll be on this for like a month and then I'll go back, do my levels. We'll see where we're at. And it's just kind of like a, you know, a little bit, but she was so sweet. She really listened to Corey and I and like what we had to say, nothing really bothers me more than like when you go to a doctor and like, you're really having problems, I'm retaining fluid or I'm doing this, that, and the other. And then you don't feel like they're listening to you. They're looking at you, but they're not listening. Mm -hmm. She was really listening i really really like her she's down at emory right um so i feel like i have a little bit more energy um i'm only this is like day five or something so um but i'll definitely keep you guys posted but i definitely think if you have thyroid issues um endocrinologist is like somebody that can kind of specialize in. i didn't know that there was t so zinthroid is t zinthroid is t4 okay yes so i didn't know or I was told that that nature thyroid was the only one that had T3 and T4 in it, but it's not necessarily a good thing to have both in one because uh, yeah. like Zinthroid triggers. Well, let's give them a quick biology okay. lesson. So okay. your pituitary gland sends a signal to your thyroid to say, Hey, we need more. Uh, we need more. It's, it sends that signal by TSH, your thyroid stimulating hormone. It sends you, sends your thyroid that, that TSH and it says, look, we need more uh, T4. Your body then takes that T4 and then throughout the, throughout the uh, processes in your body converts, it takes that T4, uses it and also converts it into T3, which your body needs. Uh, and so it'll 
turn off and on with however it needs. And if you have a normal functioning uh, pituitary gland and thyroid, your, your TSH will be normal, your T3 will be normal, and your T4 will be normal because your body can regulate it. What happens is, is if, you're, if your pituitary either uh, has an issue with uh, sending the TSH signal or your thyroid has an issue with uh, producing uh, the T4, then typically what happens is your, your T4 will be low. And if your T4 is low, then it doesn't have enough to convert to T3, but it possibly could convert it to T3 if your systems are working for conversion, right. but you're not having enough T4 produced. So it, it's taking all the T4 produced and making T3. So then you're low for T4. So nature thyroid is pig thyroid. They basically literally take a pig's thyroid, dry it up, grind it up. It kind of grosses it into a pill. me out. You guys, honestly, it's like I don't eat pork and stuff. Like it kind of grosses me out. Yeah. Uh, it started to really gross me out. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> but so, so it replaces, and it worked. It, replaces it actually T4 really worked T3. for years for me, honestly. Yeah. And so there is T4 and T3 in that pill. The problem is, uh, with that is, is, when you give somebody T4 and T3, when you're giving them T4, it's it's getting the T3 that you're giving it, and it's com- your body's converting some of that T4 into T3. Right. So you can have too much T3, and then you try to back off on the pill. But then when you come down on your T3, then you're coming down on your T4. So you're kind of you spend you spend a lot of yeah. time chasing one yeah. after the other. I'm over it. Xanthroid is synthetic and is strictly just T4. And, then and I think it's more make... predictable too, because different pigs are just like different right. humans, you know? And right. so i this is obviously FDA regulated mm. and it's consistent. Yeah. And so they also, I think maybe more recently they've created a synthetic T3. Too. Yeah. I think it is more so, recent. Uh, now you can replace you can replace just the T3 or you can replace just the T4 or you can take both pills and manage each uh, together. So if you're converting too much, then you can back off on the T4 and stay at right. the T3. So yep. it gives you a, a much I think better this is, way um, to you know, um, approach I told problem. you guys last week that I'm done, that we're done filming. So I have these next couple months to kind of, you know, get things in order and figure it out and, you know, whatever, because it is a process. And I definitely... Um, Never really paid. I never. I was never on thyroid medicine until I got pregnant with KJ. And so she does say, you know, with estrogen levels and stuff like that, your thyroid kind of gets out of whack. But I was only on point two five. So, and then I stayed on that for until I met my current doctor, and then I went up to sixty five milligrams of Nature Thyroid, and it's kind of been a back and forth game, you know, for three years. So, um, I'm hoping, or I know that this will definitely, um, you right. know, help me out. I can already tell you that I already feel yeah. better. So, well, and again, I think this just circles back to. Uh, our listeners taking the time to to slow down, listen to your bodies. If you're feeling some sort of symptom, you're tired, you know, don't always try to replace it with caffeine. Caffeine may be the short fix. It may be the bandaid, but take the time to schedule yourself with your, with your, it's really so important answers. I've been, I've been not, you know, feeling my best since around like Thanksgiving ish. I don't know if it's the thyroid, to be honest. I just was like over, nature thread. I just well, knew that I felt once better. Once she went there though and, and she listened to your it, symptoms. Yeah. And then she said, wow, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, so. it made sense to her because of her knowledge with your symptoms. She's like, yeah, this totally makes sense. I think we have a little bit too much of here. We've, right. we've suppressed your TSH a little too much with over medicating. Yeah, my TSH being so low, yeah. Yeah, over medicating your, your T3, T4. So and I'm like, oh my God, is my pituitary going to get back to work? She's like, yeah, just relax. <laughs> it just may take a little bit. But you know, I want instant gratification. So I've learned in my years, the last couple, especially to be more patient. So that's Trust basically what I'm doing. Um, but so- too, and I, uh, last little thought on this. 
the world is ever changing, right? We have more pollution and we have more antibiotics and we have more uh, pesticides and, and we're not going to travel down that path too far, but there's a lot of things that can affect our body that didn't used to exist. Right. And our bodies aren't, aren't able to evolve as fast as things are changing. And so right. that can really affect people's health and, and specifically, you know, thyroid, uh, and, and your hormones, pituitary gland, those things can, you know, dramatically affect your life and you can be, you can feel symptoms, uh, physically. And sometimes you're like, man, I just, I feel nuts or I feel crazy or I'm more mm-hmm. irritable 100%. or, you know, that, that is probably something biologically going on within your body too. So not only is, is life mental and, and approaching and, and trying to get your goals in line mental and, you know, like we, like we talk about here with manifestation and all that, but there is a big part of it that's, that's physical and, and you have to, can, if your hormones are off, you can sit here all day long and talk about positivity and, and trying to do your best and be positive, but right. your hormones are taking you down and, and making you feel the down or depressed or whatever. And it's just, you're, it's, you're fighting a battle all day long. So if you're feeling some sort of way, it may be your hormones. Go check them out, you know? No, for sure. Especially um, women that have had children. Um, you know, I definitely, especially having a baby, you go through so many changes and you're you're so exhausted. So you just blame a lot of your symptoms on I'm just exhausted. This is my body, this baby, everything's kind of changing. And it's not always that. So it's really important. My Dr. Hood was always very open with, hey, twins make things 10 times worse usually. Yeah. <laughs> Call me if you need me kind of thing. Um, but yeah, no, it's, and I, thankfully I, I really didn't. I have a great support system. Twins will knock you on your ass for sure. But, um, you know, I think that's really important too. And hormones for women, I mean, you know, affect everything. They still, they don't really know why the blood clot, blood clot that I had, where it kind of came from, but because my cardiologist's wife is an OBGYN, she was like, you know what? A baby in 11, one in 12 and two in 13, I can almost guarantee you her hormones are not like, not where they need to be. Um, and they weren't. So I think it's, we do change and, and babies really change a lot of things for you. That's why like, you know, women, after we have the baby, we have all this hair, right? And the hair is long and it's thick. And then we have a baby and all of a sudden like our hairline's missing and we're almost bald in the front or the side and that's from estrogen levels dipping not that you need a replacement because it's totally normal but um yeah it's really important to take care of yourself you can't be your best wife your best you can't be the best mom the best wife the best friend if you're not feeling your best so that's kind of how i finally here's the thing with me though i'll be honest i don't i wait until it's like so far gone right everybody does and i was just going to say that we all put ourselves kind of on the right. back burner life's so busy we got to get the kids to school we got to get them to the practice we got to get dinner made we got to get the floor mopped we got to get kids in the bed and i got to get myself in the bed i got to do this for work and and so we never the last thing that we focus on is ourselves and it has a dramatic impact on, on your life and it can really stack up and so if you nobody would ever sit there and run a company and see uh, Joe Blow over in the corner, spending thousands of dollars on on whatever printer paper when we didn't need it, and and you wouldn't stop that from from leaking right. out of your company. You would you would stop it right away. You'd fix that problem. Do the same thing with your body. If if you feel something, don't let it build and build and build, and then before you know it, you got to fix yeah. ten problems mm-hmm. instead of just one because it one affected the other, affected the other. Nip it in the butt quick, and you can stay at a at a high efficiency um and and able to tackle the day every day no totally i think yeah i mean anyways it's really really important that you take care of yourself you listen to your body i mean just 
anything from like I'm overeating and why or, you know, I have no appetite or I have no sex drive or I have, you know, I feel so much fatigue. My muscles hurt. We're going to get into my muscles hurting, which led me to today's appointment, um, which another reason with the thyroid. But um, anyways, um, it's really important to kind of listen to your body because these are all signs. A lot of doctors um, like to just mask them with, you know, meds. Let's just, you know, if you have hip pain, let's just give you a pain pill. It's like, well, why, why do I have the hip pain, you right. know? And I think it's really important that you find a doctor that listens and cares. Um, my doctor, um, my primary care doctor, listens to my symptoms first. Mm-hmm. And then we look at labs and all that good stuff. So that's what's really cool about her. I always tend to find doctors that listen, that actually care and listen to the symptoms symptoms and is, are not so quick to just shove a pill down your throat. Right. So I don't even know, like a couple months ago or whatever, I was sleeping and I think I woke up from like sleep. I'm a side sleeper, first of all. And my right shoulder has been bothering me. I've had my massage therapist. I've had Croy. I've had my chiropractor and um, work on it. And it just, and it prevents me most of the time from like typing, like on my phone, texting and that kind of, that kind of thing. So anyways, my dry needle guy, um, which in... Um, which in Georgia, um, you have to be a physical therapist to dry needle. So um, there's it, each state has its own different laws about uh, dry needling and who can do it. And sometimes a chiropractor right. can, sometimes they can't. Sometimes a physical therapist can, sometimes they can't. Sometimes a, uh, it has to be a doctor. Sometimes it has to be like athletic trainers can do it. So. Um, it just depends on your state, right. right? So dry needling and acupuncture are two totally different things. Um, and so dry needling is going into the muscle and, um, and so Scott Dixon is his name. I can't think of his name of his practice. Integrate, integrative. Yeah. Integrative uh, sports therapy, sports therapy. Yep. Um, anyways, he's an awesome dry needler. He's been dry needling me for a couple of years, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen him in a while. He travels and teaches all over the country. Um, so he came last week, I don't know, Thursday or something and changed my life. And then today, Croy was rubbing me on this, on the weekend cause my shoulder was just killing me. And I was like, Croy, I don't, I, I don't know like where it actually hurts exactly. I didn't. So I was like, Croy, it hurts here. It hurts here. And he would, he kind of figured out, you know, where it was actually bothering me. So he told Scott today and Scott dry needled my like whole right shoulder and I have zero pain. So I've talked about Scott in the past and dry needling in general in the past, I'm a migraine sufferer. We talked about this in the past as well. Um, if you're just joining this podcast, I'll give you a little two-second thing about dry needling. Um, it So migraines for me tend to, to be at the back of my, like kind of where my brain sits, kind of by your, the back of my, like my brain stem per se. I get a lot of pressure there um, and just like just complete. Come on, Kaya, Papaya. Come on. Keep going, baby. Um, a lot of pressure back there. Just like my head will have its like own heartbeat basically. And so when Scott started coming, um, thanks Kaya. When Scott started coming, I, my migraines went away. It's a, for women, especially he says that we hold all of our stress in our shoulders and, Mm -hmm. um, in our necks. Mm -hmm. And so I'm telling you guys, if you are a migraine sufferer or even like hip pain, he works on all the, you know, the Falcons he's worked on. I mean, he does a lot of people, but you know, um, there's a lot of other great people as well in the country. Right. And he's had these courses weekend after weekend. And like I said, all over the country teaching people how to do it. But, um, if you have hip pain, quite, you've had your calves done. Cause you're, I guess mm-hmm. your, your calves would hurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not just for migraines. It's right. just for anything. So 
the idea, I guess, behind dry needling, for example, today when he stuck the needles in kind of around my, my, um, not the scapula, there's something he had to, so I had to lay on my side, uh-huh. put my arm straight and he kind of pulled my shoulder out towards him and it wasn't the scapula, it was behind it basically. So yeah, no, but yeah, I can't think what he called scapula. it. Yeah. But I can't, something mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Um, I'm not the I'm best not, at yeah, terminology, but anyway, so good. he kind of got in there and when, when he actually hits the muscle, it twitches, it's, it can be painful. Um, and he knows that I like to be aggressive, so he just keeps on, which I like. Um, but it really instantly helped. Yeah. And he put five kind of around my shoulder blade, and he had Croy come over and touch it because the fascia was so tight to this needle. And he said he's going to leave it for five minutes, and then the fascia will be totally released and relaxed. Yeah. I have zero pain in my shoulder. So, right. so acupuncture, so again, dry needling is different than acupuncture. Acupuncture takes... A, a very thin needle, hair hair thin these needle. These are thin too. These right, yeah. are very thin. Actually, they're, I think these the needles same. could they're, be yeah. used for acupuncture. These yeah, needles are acupuncture used for acupuncture. Needles. So the acupuncture needle in acupuncture is inserted, uh, you know, a few millimeters. We're talking two, three, maybe four millimeters. And you really don't ever reach the muscle with an acupuncture needle. It sits right on top of the fascia. And that is that is more for your chakras and energy centers and uh, addressing uh, life in the traditional Chinese medicine way dry needling takes that, that same needle though, and inserts it uh, centimeters all the way into the muscle. We, 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 we go past the fascia layer into the muscle and the theory behind it is to a, not only hit maybe a trigger point within that muscle to release it from being bound up or tight. Uh, it also does some, some micro damage to the muscle in that area, which then tells your body to send, reinforcements to fix that injured area. So if that muscle's tight or, or you've injured that, that area, you're telling your body, let's do some micro damage. It then says, Hey, I have damage here. Let's send whatever it needs to repair it in, in collagen or right. however your body repairs itself. It sends those signals to that area and it tells the brain fix this area. So uh, pay attention. My calf is sore, heal it. Or my, my muscles are tight here, heal it. I need more blood flow. I need more nutrients here, whatever. And so it works to not only release the muscle right then, release the muscle right then and there by hitting a trigger point, or just it's like sticking a knife in butter; it melts it kind of away. Uh, it also tells the body to heal it because you're putting right. the needle centimeters into the muscle. I really, um, I mean, this is how athletes get through a game from game to game throughout the season. Um, you know, this is one of the ways I should say. Yeah, this is a so. Anyways, it's great a technique. it's a great technique. Um, I really highly recommend it. Like I said, each state's different, but only in Georgia you have to be a physical therapist. Um, and I wouldn't just let anybody do it. You know, Scott really stresses that to me a lot too. I'll be in Arizona, like, oh my god. He's like, well, let's do the research. Let's find somebody, you know, good. But there's somebody. Um, he was just in Virginia, yeah. and I guess when he pulls my picture up as his patient, he talks about, you know, he's like, I always love to see if people like know you. And then there, you know, there's always people like, I know her or whatever. Yeah. He's like, well, it was my five minutes of fame. I was on, don't be tardy. He's like, I got 10 minutes left. He's like, don't they say 15 minutes of fame? <laughs> so anyways, so I feel so much better. You guys, I, decided like I don't know a month ago or something that I'm really going to make sure if I don't feel if I don't you know if something doesn't feel right I'm going to fix it I'm not just going to ignore it or keep it moving and just take 
ibuprofen or whatever, I'm going to fix it. Tis the season to get cozy, and there's no better place to snuggle up with a good book and a warm drink than your very own home. Or maybe you're hosting holiday hangs. Your furniture should suit your needs, but also feel uniquely you. That's where Joybird comes in. Over 50 fabric and leather options, three shades of wood, and over 250 unique silhouettes. Do the math. Joybird's got a lot to choose from. The days of settling are over. With Joybird, your personal one-of-a-kind style should match your furniture. You can bring your mood boards to life with hundreds of customizable pieces and over 50 50, I said 50 fabric options. Whether you're more of a neutral beige or a bubblegum pink person, built by us, created by you. Need a sofa in a golden hue or a love seat in the hottest red, an inviting baby blue, or even a plush green velvet? Joybird's got your back. Joybird offers a range of kid and pet-friendly upholstery options so that your creations can stand the test of time and the wrath of your furry friends and toddlers. Free fabric swatch kits are available to let you see and touch all of the fabrics and help you make the perfect choice. Each Joybird produced piece is made with the ultimate care and precision. Real wood without all those harmful chemicals, and they are responsibly sourced material. All Joybird handcrafted pieces come with a limited lifetime warranty. Sit on it, sleep on it, and break it in. If you don't love your Joybird, return it. Create furniture that matches your own fearless style at joybird.com forward slash Kim Z. See how Joybird can help make your dream space a reality today at joybird.com forward slash Kim Z. Head over to joybird.com forward slash Kim Z and receive an exclusive offer for 25% off your first order by using code Kimsey. We'll be right back with House of Kim. This is House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Beerman. We have some really awesome, yeah, awesome products launched, coming out. Uh, personally, just from my own, uh, I guess, fashion sense or style sense fashion i sense? think you guys have launched some incredible things as far as colors and lip kits and how you guys match them and mix them and it's so cool to watch you guys do that but the the products that are coming this month are like i you, i've seen a ton of makeup y'all i've seen makeup come through the door kim has tried it for years i mean she has i think every palette ever I, made I every lipstick every, ever made <laughs> ever i made. have seen some serious makeup and what you guys have created it blows anything I've ever seen come through our door out of the water. Literally. You're it's so, so cool. No, it's, it's seriously so cool. I, you guys should, you should be so excited to, uh, what's coming is nobody has ever. Yep. One product is, is one product. Nobody, well, yeah, it's a, it's yeah. Yep. A collection per se. Yep. Um, is, but the product itself is oh, it's amazing. Nobody else has, mm-hmm. uh, nobody else has created, uh, just I'm very excited. Incredible. About and then the other one, you know, it concept exists, but you guys have just again blown that right we're out really, of the water. We're really, really excited about so. it. Um, super, super duper excited about it. Okay, we're gonna jump to the positive segment, you guys. Keeping it positive. Enjoy, people. It's our positive segment. Turn that frown upside down. And it's mirroring a key to understanding yourself. I found this online, you guys, um, and I think it's a very good article. Um, to read to you guys and kind of, um, yeah, I think this is a good time to read it. So um, I'll just start with the article. Again, this is not about me. I did not write this article. Um, it's from Life with Confidence and Understanding dot um, com. So, anyways, I found this this quote unquote everything is a mirror stone. She shows a picture of it in a stress relief store recently. I heard the expression before, but didn't really understand it. I definitely didn't realize how valuable of a tool it can be to understand yourself. 
I now believe there are different types of mirroring. This is so interesting. One is when people mirror exactly what you're feeling. For example, you're annoyed with your boss, so you find other people who don't like him so that you can just go and vent with your vent yourself, mm-hmm. vent your feelings with this person as well, which Brielle and I just did. <laughs> Sometimes Croy's like, oh, come on. It was funny. Not, I mean, it was funny. But anyway, sometimes described as, quote unquote, misery loves company or birds of a feather flock together. When you believe certain things about the world, you'll find others that believe the exact same thing. You're angry at the world, so all you see is anger everywhere. That's the first kind we're most familiar with. The key to understanding yourself in ways you've never thought of before. With this type of mirroring, you won't find that people think like you. Instead, you'll find that they will treat you exactly how you feel about yourself. So if you find that everyone's always late for meetings with you or that your relationship always fails or that people don't seem to respect you or seem to keep putting you down, you may need to figure out, quote unquote, how do I feel about myself deep inside? A real life mirroring example she gives, and I think this is really cool. Mm -hmm. This is an example of her life. She said, I got three emails in one day from a friend who was angry with me because I wouldn't change my schedule in order to meet with her on a particular day. She told me she thought I was incredibly self-centered and that I believed I was the only person in the world who had problems. At first, it really annoyed me. And all I could think was that she was completely wrong and what a mean, terrible thing to say. I felt so angry with her. Whenever I notice I'm reacting to something with anger, I know it's a sign of, hey, something is happening here. Pay attention. There's something valuable to learn here. My anger was a sign that I needed to take a closer look at this situation and figure out what was really going on behind the scenes. I needed to know why her comments were bothering me so much. My reaction was pointing out that there was so much more going on here than it first appeared than when it first appeared. The first thing I had to do was let go of my defensive feelings. I needed to take a step back and look at it more like a viewpoint of a witness to the event. What had happened? What had I done? What had she done? Why might she be feeling this way? Why am I feeling angry? I thought about the event, she said, from a few different angles. I thought about her comment that I was self-centered, only focused on my own problems, and I had to ask myself, was this true? I have to admit there probably are times when I get caught up in my own issues and I'm not thinking about others, but I didn't think that was a real issue going on here. I then thought it was similar to how someone else in my life will behave when she wants to convince me to do something I just don't want to do. She wanted me to change my mind, but I still thought there was more to it than that. So that was interesting, but it got even more fascinating when I realized that the main reason I felt so angry at her was because she, was valuing, she wasn't valuing my time. I was supposed to change my schedule and drop everything for her. She wasn't willing to budge with her schedule at all. Why was it me that had to do... Why is it me that had to do that? The other issue that was going on was that she really didn't have time for me, and she was grudgingly told, told me that she could make that she could not make time for me around the events that she considered more valuable than spending time with me. It was hurtful. Let me reread that whole fucking line again because it didn't even make sense to me. She wasn't willing to budge with her schedule at all. Why was it me that had to do that? The other issue that was going on was that when she really didn't have time for me and she had grudgingly told me that she could make time for me around events, she considered far more valuable than spending time with me. It was hurtful to me. Why are you staring at me? I'm listening. I'm intrigued. No, you're staring at me. Oh my goodness! I can well, feel you're beautiful it. Beautiful too. Okay, so I'm sure with my pimple cream on my forehead, I look amazing me. right now, you sweetie. I'm sure. Me. I just I feel Corey staring at me too. It was hurtful to me <laughs> to, when I realized it wasn't important enough for her to want to make time for me. I felt like she was saying she didn't really want to get together, but she felt obligated. And why wasn't I grateful to her for taking the time that she offered? I then figured out that this is something that's going on in almost all of my relationships. People are too busy and don't have time for me. Work, friends, family, etc. It was happening everywhere. This was a pattern I hadn't seen so clearly before. It was a painful thought, but by now I was also curious as to why this is happening. The I 
eye-opening moment occurred when I suddenly realized that the problem was because I wasn't valuing my own time. If I didn't feel that spending time with me was important, how could they? I would even tell them how to treat me by saying things like, I know you're really busy, so whenever you have time, I can work around your schedule. Don't worry about me. I'm totally flexible. I was basically telling them that my time wasn't as important as theirs. It also comes across as saying I wasn't worth spending time with, or at least I wasn't worth going to uh, any effort to make room in their schedule for me. It gave the impression that if they had time for me, then they should see me, but not if they had to make any extra effort to do so. It all came down to the fact that I wasn't respecting myself or my time. So how could they love this? Right. The next big revelation occurred when I asked myself, why don't I value my own time? Why do I drop everything that's important to me to do what others ask? Am I just trying to please others? By digging further and asking questions like these and then pausing to listen for an answer from deep within, I then realized the really big reason why I was doing this was because I didn't feel like I was important or valuable. Others were, but I wasn't. All these situations where people didn't have time for me and I would end up feeling hurt that they didn't think I was important enough to make time for was because they were simply mirroring my own belief. I didn't value my own time because I didn't think of myself as an as important a belief which i hadn't known about myself it was a life-altering experience since i've become aware of this i've noticed that people are treating me differently it's amazing how even just the awareness of an issue can create a dramatic change in your life um Stephen rice i guess book he has a great quote inside of it when you tell a different story internally you experience a different reality externally and it's so true when you stop telling yourself that you have no value or you aren't good enough and you start accepting yourself and believing in your own self She says, I'll actually have to take the time to think about the request and consider when would be the best time for me. I take that moment. I take that moment to value my own time and think about when would be best. I can then answer something like, hey, I'm free Thursday afternoon. Does that work for you? The biggest change, though, is the intention behind my answer. Listen to that. Okay. The biggest change, though, is the intention behind my answer. I value my time first before I give a response. I also remember that I'm important and valuable. I need to respect myself and also value myself. An interesting... (laughs) Stop staring at me. I can't help it. (laughs) I'm sure this pimple cream, baby. Mm -hmm. An interesting result of this is that when I do this, I'm also valuing the other person more, too. I know how important my time is, so I know that their time is important as well. The one other fascinating result this change in belief has had is that I think the other person now values much more the time that we do spend together. I know I'm valuable and important, and so do they now. Now, instead of thinking that they really don't have time for me, they want to make time for me. Moving on from old beliefs, having sudden revelations about an inner belief has a huge benefit that once you're aware of it, you can let go. You suddenly have a magical moment when you understand why you've been acting and reacting to events like you have. You then realize it's not something you want to continue to believe. The negative belief you have about yourself suddenly loses all its power over you. The negative belief no longer has a hold on you because you've brought it forward to your conscious mind. Before, it would have been working away and the subconscious always feeling hurt when somebody triggered it. You would react to the hurt feelings but never really understood why it hurt so much. Once you gain the awareness, there's no turning back. You have the huge like aha moment and you don't need to keep it anymore. Also, once you know what you've been doing to hurt yourself, you stop doing it. You suddenly realize it's not helping so you need to change it. Quite Often, too, you just suddenly have that deep knowing that the belief isn't true. Someone else might have created that thought in your head a long time ago, but it's not true and you don't need it anymore. You may still have to work through some issues and heal past hurts that originally created this belief in your mind, but so many times you'll find that by simply bringing it to the light, you can then let it go. Previously, it was something that you may not have known, why you always did something like sabotaging yourself or letting others walk all over you. Now, when you feel the familiar hurt, you instantly know why and will change your course of action. Reminding you that you don't need that belief anymore or reminding you that you've slipped back into bad habits of not valuing yourself. Each time you take the time to pay attention to and how and why you're reacting to certain ways, you get stronger and stronger in your new beliefs like you are valuable or important or both. 
obviously. Anger is a very, very valuable tool. So the next time you find yourself reacting with anger or noticing a pattern about how people treat you, start digging deeper and ask yourself why this might be happening. What are your underlining beliefs? Then dig even deeper and get to the true root of your inner beliefs and thoughts. Your reaction to the event is the most important aspect, not what the other person said or did. Your emotions are trying to tell you something and you might be surprised by the information you get. You may discover a part of you that needs healing, and once you do that, you'll dramatically change your life for the better. As you can see from experience, the aspect of yourself which is being mirrored isn't always instantly obvious. Sometimes it takes a little searching to truly understand what's happening. It's very much worth it, though. At Once you discover the key to understanding yourself, there's no going back. It's like you've been given an incredible gift. Once you know, you can question that belief and work with it instead of it working against you, period. I think this is one of the best articles I've ever read. And I think that I um, really, if you really stop and think about it, when people, you know, people have triggers, you know, I talked to a very good friend of mine about this a couple years ago, um, a lot. And, you know, we would just talk about triggers. She would say something to me or I would bounce something back to her. She's like, oh, it sounds like a trigger. And I'm like, fuck off. Okay, fuck off. It's not a trigger. And it was kind of this running joke. And I learned a lot from this girl. And I still think about her every day and some of the stuff that she would say. She's been in therapy, I think, probably 10 years or something. So she's really knowledgeable about kind of anger and triggers and your response and kind of, you know, because it happened to you once you think it's going to happen to you forever. And so if anything even gets you close to that point or, or makes you feel a certain way, you're like, Oh fuck, it's going to happen again. Kind of thing. And I really learned a lot, um, from her and I'm very thankful for all of these conversations that we've had, um, in the past, but I definitely, definitely think anger is a something that you need to look at and, And I don't think this applies to everything. I think we all, when you're feeling angry about something, you know, I think you should definitely take inventory as to why. It doesn't mean if somebody's like, hey, you're a fat ass that you're not, I mean, like it doesn't really, I don't, I don't think it's something I need to look into myself and say, did this guy just call me a fat ass? Because I think I'm a fat ass. I think that there's, I'm just saying like, if somebody flips you off on the highway, you know, I'm definitely one to be like, fuck you too. And, you know, but I'm you know, I'm gonna, I'm working on that. I'm always a work in progress, you guys. I love when people DM me, though, and they're like, you know, you're so about positivity and ask and believe, receive, and then you get on the highway and you're like, fuck you, why can't you drive? And right. I'm just like, hey, I'm human. But I definitely think anger is something to really, really consider. I think definitely in partnerships, whether it's your husband, your wife, your boss, um, other coworkers, I think it's really important Um to really take inventory and see like, and I love that this, this woman, Catherine is her name who wrote the article that, um, really just dug deeper at that moment, you know, like she had felt this way before and did things. And I think myself too, as a mom, I really make, have made myself more of a priority, hence dry needling, hence an endocrinologist. I think I just go, go, go. Right. Like I just, that's it. Like we have kids and you know, whatever husbands and houses and whatever. So life just gets really, really busy. And Christmas was a lot for me to do this year for whatever reason. It was like definitely a lot. And I was like, when I'm after Christmas, I'm just going to hang out with the kids. And when they go back to school, Corey and I will organize the house and take care of everything else. And we really did that. And I really made myself like a priority. If I'm tired, I actually sit down and I'm listening more to my body. And I feel 
much better. It's very, very important to listen to yourself, whether it's, you know, a po- even a positive emotion. Like I know that I like to go to bed early because I wake up in a much better mood. You know, it's not just taking inventory of anger. It's you could take inventory of like, it made me feel really good. Like I love to run. You guys know that. And we've been running a lot more lately. And so I know that I love to run. It makes me feel better. It's my time to think usually, well, our boys have been running with us too. So they're generally around me more so than speed man over here who can do the whole course in like a minute and us back here are like 45 (laughs) minutes. But anyway, um, you know, it's my time to think. So I do, I'm trying to do what makes me feel better. Like, do I really feel like running every day? No, I don't. I really fucking don't, but I know how it makes me feel. And once I'm dressed and out the door and doing it, I'm like so happy. So listen to the positive feelings too. And another big thing. And I think this is a big one. The people around you, Brielle and I talk about this a lot. Um, listen to how the people around you make you feel. If you're around somebody at work every day and you're just like, they make you irritable and irritated and you're not yourself, take inventory of that. Maybe move your desk, maybe, you know, kind of detach yourself a little bit, um, We all have an intuition and we all should be taking inventory at the end of the day when we lay in bed. How did my day go? How can I change it tomorrow? What did I like? What did I not like? But I think a big one too is being around people and how they make you feel. Yeah. I think that's like a big one because, you know, it's a domino effect as well. It's a fantastic, uh, fantastic article, a fantastic thing to look at. And I pulled from it, you know, even speaking more broadly than just the emotion of anger, <clears throat> just points of friction in your life where something something isn't running smoothly. And so it made you feel sad. It made you feel anxious. It oh, made you I, feel I'm going to tell them. I've, I'm sorry to cut you off. It's okay. I need to tell you guys about Celine Dion concert real quick. Real quick? Yeah. You don't want me to finish my thought? No, finish your thought. Yeah, I'm sorry. I My thought was fleeting. See? See you guys? Yeah. I'll just chime in. No, but it makes quick. me angry that he just said, "Can I finish my?" I'm just kidding. It's real. Ahead, it's baby. it's quick, and and so, but, but just on a, again on a broad spectrum here, points of friction in your life, or, or you can call them strengths and weaknesses. Strengths uh, are where you're good, and and you can pull from it. And maybe you're you're very good at at quickly changing something where you feel a negative emotion, and you can turn on a happy song, and you get you pull yourself out of that, and you can. Uh, those are strengths, and those are those are good for you. But points of friction where you don't maybe communicate, or you don't spend your time well, or you don't value your time, or you don't value your opinion, or you don't think that you're creative. So every time you're scared to to bring an idea up in a meeting, 100%. think your ideas are creative. Say I, I have a creative mind. Uh, my ideas are valuable. I think that's a great example to speak up in like a meeting. You're afraid to say the wrong thing or ask a question or yeah. be, or share your what you're thinking. Don't be afraid. No. My but, mom but always said, and my teachers growing be. up, no question is a stupid question. No thought is, you know. Right. And that, but that fear can be because of your internal view of yourself. Like or how that, somebody like treated you. In, in her article, right. But don't put band-aids on things anymore. You know, band-aids work for the day, right? If you, if you, if you just, you gotta, you gotta get through the meeting or you gotta get through the day and turn on a happy song to get through it. But really go back and spend some time and, and find the root cause of that problem and, and work on it. And, and that's what I think she's getting at with that article. Really dive deep into those issues and solve them so that they don't continue to be something that you have to battle every day. And you can improve and grow. 100% right. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys. I'm going to skip my golden nugget and push it off to next week because i got to tell you guys about this is a really awesome 
golden nugget. It's not a beauty thing. It's a mental thing. So we're going to Celine Dion. We bought these tickets, I don't know, six months ago. And we could only get tickets in row B. Okay. So this is how, this is how I'm just telling you how God works. Okay. So we got row B tickets. I'm so excited um, to go to her. I saw her in Vegas like 15 years ago. Um, and I really, I just, I just love her. So anyhow, got the tickets. Here's the day. It's here. It's literally, I get up to the salon to do my hair and makeup and it is pouring rain. Now I have three wigs up here in the salon that Nikki is, um, you know, curling. She brought one with her. And so I have two up here that I think I brought up here, whatever it is. So Nikki's kind of doing the wigs and, um, makeup is done. Everything at this point is running smoothly. Ariana went to this restaurant. Um, I'm not going to say which one, but went to this one restaurant, which we've been ordering a lot of food from and, um, got us, got us dinner real quick, just a salad and some chicken or whatever. And, uh, so everything was fine. Um, who was it? Kane came up here to see me in the rain. He slipped on the stairs and dropped his apple and he was hysterical. So I'm like in the middle of doing eyeliner. So Nikki kind of steps outside. She's like, it's okay, buddy. He's like my apple. And he's really, really upset. Nikki's like, that's okay. Let's go get a new apple. So he goes back to the house. It's literally pouring rain, you guys. And it's like, it's tornado warnings here. It's major. Corey's in the shower. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Well, so you're in the shower. I had showered, yep. Okay. So Corey's in the Good shower. Part of this process. <laughs> so Kane goes into the house and he gets a, um, or tries to get another apple, but we don't have any more. Yeah. So he came back over here and he's crying hysterical walking because through walking rain. through the pouring rain. And I'm like, Kane, stop going outside. So kind of stay up here. So that's that. Then Kane's like, nope, I want to go back downstairs. So I need umbrellas and stuff to get from, you know, the salon back to the house. Mm-hmm. Well, I call the house or whatever. And KJ's like, the leak, the, the house is leaking. And I'm like, <laughs> KJ, stop screwing around. Like, he's a jokester. And I'm like, I just need some umbrellas for. Water's everywhere. Yeah. He's, and I'm like, KJ, I just need umbrellas for me and Nikki and Janelle and the wigs. Like, can you just bring me some umbrellas? So. They bring us umbrellas and we get everything to the house dry. And I go to my room like I always do. I always put my own eyelashes on. I'm really fussy about that. So I always put my eyelashes on. And I went through, you guys, four pairs of eyelashes. None of them were going on right. The left eye was shorter than the right in every pair. It was driving myself crazy. I probably cut it too short. I, when I tell you that my blood was boiling, it was boiling. So I decided to come out and try to eat my salad. And I was like, I'm just going to take a breather and I'm going to start. Now it's like seven o'clock. The concert starts in 30 minutes. So I come out to the kitchen and Ariana's not eating her food. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with the food? Because she would be eating it. Uh So I open up my salad and I get this Waldorf salad and it's got grapes and pecans and, you know, um, apples and vinaigrette dressing and everything. Blue cheese. cheese It's the best, one of the best salads I've ever had. So, I see no grapes, two little pieces of pecans, one little crumble of blue cheese, and that's it. And I'm like, where's the rest of my salad? <laughs> so I dump the, the salad dressing on. I'm like, fuck it. I'll just at least eat the yeah. salad. It just it, it tasted terrible. So it, then I was like, now I'm, now I'm real pissed. And then Croy said, well, upstairs there's a leak. Um, it's so weird. I don't know how it started, basically. Well, they come to find out they had cracked the window to get some fresh air in when it was cooler and they didn't shut it all the way. So the wind it was raining so hard and blowing against our house that it was putting, putting the water into the, in yeah, through the window. Yeah. 
So anyways, yeah, we're, of course, thank you, Briella Ryan, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so anyways, that's that. And then I'm trying to think of what else. So I'm just like, I don't want to go. So then I try my jeans on and I don't even know if I've ever worn them, but they're kind of tight on my calf and I'm pissed. So now I'm real pissed and I don't even really know what I'm going to wear. And I, I don't have anything put together. Usually I do my outfit the day before, so I'm not stressed. I, I just was beside myself. Okay. Beside myself. And I'm like slinging shit around. So I'm trying to put my eyelashes back on and Corey's in the bathroom. I'm like, can you get out? Can you just get out? Can I just have five minutes of myself to put my eyelash on? He's like, well, I'm, I'm just waiting for you. Yeah, he is. But like, you know, when like somebody wants to leave and you're doing something like makeup, I was, I was good. I wasn't, no, really... you weren't saying anything, but you were walking back and forth and I'm like, Croy, he's like, I'm watching the game. Like what? I'm like, get, get, get out. So I finally pulled an old pair of eyelashes out and put some glue on them and popped them on. And I'm like, okay, Kim, you need to get in a better mood. But I'm still like, and I'm telling my hairdresser, this is really about Nikki. So I'm like, Nikki's like, calm down. It's fine. Relax. I'm like, Nikki, I don't even want to go. I don't even want to go. And she's like, Kim, she knows me very well, but she's like, Kim, calm down. It's going to be great. Once you get out the door, you're going to be fine. I'm going to call the restaurant. I know the people that work there. I'm going to tell them about your salad and don't worry about it. I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't give me any fucking dinner right now. And she's like, just, it's fine. It's great. She's like, hum, and she's just, you know, whatever. So she stays for like an hour extra. And just stands and stays in the kitchen so that she can get my wig on me and make sure that I'm like good to go on the way out, which I so appreciate and appreciate it. She's like, just calm down. You know, you love Celine. Once you get there, it's going to be great. And she really changed my mood. So, and really kept me going. Cause I swear to you, she's like, well, dream big January. You're going to, I said, I'm just going to give a fan a t- the tickets. I'm just going to call somebody out. She's like, get, let, dream big January. Let's just give a fan the, t- the tickets. And I'm like, let's just fucking do it. I'm done. I'm not going. She's like, Kim, you have to go. Like, this is her goodbye tour or whatever. And so long story short, we go to get in the, in the car. And I like, Corey has my makeup bag. I have my water bottle. Like, my hands are full. His hands are full. He's yeah. got the umbrella as well. And he's kind of got the car, like, halfway in the garage by the the garage that's connected to the house mm-hmm. so that I don't get wet. So we're all ready. I walk in the puddles. And I'm going to open the door. And the fucking door is locked. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm telling you, you guys, this is the mentality of like one thing goes wrong, then everything. So Corey goes to the other side. Not a big deal. I get in the car. And I am just still fuming mad over just everything. Eyelashes, just whatever. And I just text Nikki like, thank you for being you. I so appreciate you. And she often calms me down in these kind of moods I get in when things just start going crazy and I'm such a perfectionist and I kind of feel like KJ um I read something about Gemini's kind of when like it's ready to like go on stage per se or start the baseball game you get yourself so psyched out and stressed out that you just can't perform I feel like sometimes I get like that myself where it's like I want everything to be perfect my outfit my eyelashes my dinner I'm gonna get to go like I just had this whole fantasy of how this whole night was gonna go it went nothing like that (laughs) so we get to the concert we're late we get to the concert we left the house at like 7.22 yep. or 3. 7.23, yep. I think, is about when we pulled out. Yep. Seven so, four starts. <laughs> so we get down to our seats. It's front row. They did away with the whole row A. So row B is front row. And as I'm walking in, she kind of looks at me and like waves or whatever and like, hi. And I was like. Well, well, the crazy thing was is as soon as we walk, yeah, this walked, is what I was tell you. we walked into to the to the arena was when she walked out. So I, I'm not sure who opened for her right. or what was going on, but uh, as we were walking down the stairs to our seats was when she was singing her very first songs when she had, had walked out. So 
we didn't even miss anything. It was and what she was ever. saying really struck a chord with me. But she said hi to me a few times, like she waved at me a few times, and Very she sweet. must she must have known who I was. Yeah. <laughs> even if she doesn't, we're gonna think we she yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, but no, she was really sweet, and she has a new song called Courage, and just I had the best time. Um, there was a lady next to me that kept standing in front of me though. Like she was, and then she, and I was like getting pissed because she was in front of me, directly in front of me. I couldn't see shit. Yeah. And I wanted to make well, a she video. She was very and then, engulfed in the performance. Like, and so she, she's, her she arms are flailing. Her she's frolicking through the, right. like all over the place. So. I'm, and I'm, gl- I'm very glad she enjoyed herself. And that's the whole point. You're there to enjoy yourself. But she did lose a little bit of awareness. I guess we were on the big screen too, because that's yeah. how everybody realized we were there. But then she apologized and she was no, really so then, sweet. So my very point is, girl. yeah, she was very, very sweet. And so I'm like getting a little bit stressed out because she's constantly in my way and I want to get a good video for you guys because my friend Justin Anderson, he's a hairdresser. He went to Celine, I don't know, a few months ago and he posted her singing like a couple songs and I just was left wanting more. More, yeah. And so I said, when I go to her concert, I'm going to post as much as I possibly can right? Um, so, so that you see. guys could see. And now that I'm front row, oh my God. So I was so excited about it. And then this lady was in my way and I was getting madder and madder. And of course, like just switch with me, but then I wouldn't be directly in front of her and I wanted like a perfect <laughs> video for you guys. So... I'm looking at this, and the security guy is basically looking at me. He's like, once she's done performing, I'm going to say to her, like, you have to stay in your area. Well, I think she sat down the next yeah. song, and then she looked and leaned over. I'm just, you know what? Just push me out of the way. If I'm in the way, I'm so sorry. I'm just so excited. This is a lifelong dream of mine. Yeah. Just push me out of the way. And I was like, oh, I said, it's okay. And then she never was in my way again, but I wouldn't have cared if she was because she was like, this is a lifelong dream of mine. And I, it was really sweet. So. Right. Anyways, I just felt like Celine was singing to me directly because I was so frustrated and so irritated. And if you've never been to her concert, I so recommend it. It She is so funny. She, I don't know, I love her. I think she's incredible. Yeah. So I really, I mean, Celine can't put on a show without everybody around her, period. You know, from from, you know, just production, just the whole production, the lights, the guy that plays a saxophone yeah. the you know her i mean her, everybody right yeah. it's a huge entourage of people and so i always like to highlight this guy played the saxophone his name is eric because he dm'd me which was so sweet and mm-hmm. i was so excited um but he played the saxophone and i don't even know if he, uh, he must have been connected to oxygen or something because he just never <laughs> took a breath yeah. no it was the most unbelievable yeah like it was unbelievable to me oh, yeah. oh. and just I, I don't know her backup singers I got a direct message from her cellist. Cellist. Yeah, she played the cello. She yeah, she played the cello. And I called it a cellist. Like I was <laughs> so excited, I couldn't even like read it, you know? And so she's like, "Just thank you so much for coming to the concert. You know, we really enjoyed having you or whatever." And I was like, "Oh my god, Croy." And so that really was sweet too. And then what's really funny is that I really spent a lot of my time making videos for you guys so that you could feel like you were there as well. And I had, I was, my DMs were flooded. I only posted like 10 or 15 of them, but they were flooded with thank yous. So that was my whole goal for you guys because I know how Justin made me feel and I didn't want you guys to be left. Sorry, Justin, wanting more. So <laughs> anyways, it went from like a really just stressed out situation to my hairdresser really calming my nerves and driving there saying like, 
I'm so thankful for Nikki. I know she listens to this podcast. She's such a smart ass. She's like, so I listened to your podcast today. Thanks for telling everybody I'm 50. Asshole. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, for, She's like, actually, I really don't give a shit. But um, yeah, thanks. So I know you're listening, sweetie pie. And I really appreciate you because I really don't think I would have went if it wasn't for you. I would have just put the tickets on Instagram and said, who wants them? Because I was so just irritated and you know i think to i just had switched like my thyroid medicine that morning and i don't know if it was maybe that i feel so much better in just these five days so or four days um but anyways it's just a prime example of kind of surrounding yourself with really great people because had nikki just been like you know what i'd say fuck it too this weather is terrible it's tornado warnings i would not be going out in this weather you know just take a nutrigrain bar Corey's like let's just grab a nutrigrain bar we can just get food later so Corey and i went to waffle house afterwards we actually it was the best waffle i've ever had i, I was starving and an egg and cheese sandwich is what i get there so many people ask me what i get at waffle house that's what i get i've always gotten that for 20 something years yeah. Um, and then we just came home. We just had a really, really great night. And I felt like a new person leaving her concert. And she is so inspiring and a totally different Celine than what I saw in Vegas. I, she's evolved. Yeah. No, incredible. Yeah. We all, we and all she's evolved. ripped. <laughs> she's like ripped. Well, I thought what was cool was her videos while she would take a couple of intermissions and do some outfit changing. Mm-hmm. She would show these videos uh, of herself. And what she kind of does, I guess, maybe in her free time, one was ballet, which was crazy to watch her do these ballet and these poses and these positions, like serious. No, she uh, works athleticism. out a lot. I guess her backup dancer did ballet or something and got uh, her into it. So she yeah. does it like four days a week. Yeah. She is ripped. Yeah. Ripped, you yeah. guys. Like, I'm telling you, like, her arms are insane. Mm-hmm. So she's yeah. she's goals for 2020. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so I just wanted to share that story with you guys because life is not always peaches and right. creams. You got to roll with the punches. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Croy's very calming, thank God, because I'm pretty high strung. So he definitely helps out in that arena. But again, having people around you that are positive and like Janelle, I'm like, Janelle, are my eyelashes on? Because she always, she waits as well, which I appreciate to check and make sure my makeup's okay before I go or my eyelashes are on perfect. Or sometimes if you mess up, she has to fix it. She's like, they're fine. Let's just push this one. I think everything looks great. Actually, I really like these lashes. So, you know, I surround myself with people that are really great and like really do lift you up. And I think that's what, you know, we all should be doing. Yeah. Uh, and too, we always have some of these predetermined, like you said, visions of how things we think should go, or we have these great plans and don't get me wrong. We have to plan life and we have to plan things out in order for them to, uh, try to minimize things we don't want to happen, but things happen the way they're supposed to happen. So for whatever reason, it just wasn't supposed to be as smooth as you thought, or we weren't supposed to go to dinner where we were supposed to go to dinner. You know, maybe we would have gotten a fender bender who knows, but at the end of the day, Part of life is well. I did think that the in the shower the next day. I was like, you know what, God, thank you very much for everything because I literally, when I walked in and kind of got to my seat, and Celine was like, "Oh my, like hi, like waving or whatever to me and or to us," and um, it just it immediately turned my whole thing around. And but you know, there were tons of wrecks, and the weather was really, really bad. And so, yeah, I mean, there's always if there's a delay for a reason. But at, and at that time, there was no delay. I was mad as fuck, and I was not going. Okay, yeah. but anyways, um, so. Thanks, you guys, so much for tuning in to this episode of House of Kim. Next week, we're going to talk about, we're going to have an email about vision boards. I have an amazing golden nugget, you guys, that I learned from my husband that will make your legs skinny quick. So have a great week, and I'll let you know how my nipples go. Thanks for listening to House of Kim with Kim Zolciak-Beerman. 
Catch new episodes every Wednesday exclusively on PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review. Sponsors for this episode of House of Kim are Bet Online. Sign up with promo code PODCAST1 to receive a 50% sign-up bonus today and follow along with your favorite host picks throughout the season. And Joybird. Visit joybird.com forward slash Kimzy to receive an offer for 25% off your first order by using code Kimzy. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> 